Absolutely. All right. We're going to welcome in our next guest. And we've got Jay Grimes joining us, Director of Federal Affairs for OIDA. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the FMCSA's new ruling on emergency relief. Jay, thank you for being here. We talked with John Gallagher, a Washington correspondent, about this earlier on in the week. And it's kind of an interesting case, right? Really kind of rolling back on what drivers can do during emergency situations. What does this mean for those who use emergencies as an opportunity to really step in and help? Yeah, a a couple things here and a little bit uh, of kind of an unforeseen uh, rulemaking from the agency, considering that we always hear them say that there are uh, there's no evidence of decreased safety during uh, emergency periods and, and when these emergency exemptions are granted. And I think earlier this year, they uh, put out a proposal that would do a, a couple different things. It would narrow uh, the scope of the emergency relief that is granted um, from all the way from all the federal motor carrier safety regulations, parts 390 through 399 to really just focus on hours of service, which generally is the the regulation that that drivers are are gonna need the emergency relief from um, to deliver uh, these supplies in a timely fashion. But kind of one thing we had a a really major concern with was uh, reducing this 30-day window down to an automatic five-day window, which we thought was way too short considering some of the nature of these exemptions, which can last weeks on end. Uh, We also thought that there would be a lot of confusion uh, in in such a short window for the agency to grant uh, and and extend the exemption periods there, uh, given such a short window. The final rule came back, um, maintained the the narrow scope of relief uh, just to hours of service and did a little better moving back to that f- proposed five-day window to 14 days. But, you know, kind of given the fact that uh, we don't see any, you know, more dangerous situations or increased number of crashes or accidents in these emergency exemptions, we really still question uh, the need to kind of reduce the, the scope of relief and to narrow down that uh, that 30-day period to 14 days when, uh, really every minute counts in these emergency situations. Certainly you can see that with a major hurricane or you know, a major natural disaster uh, that'll take you know a, a number of, of weeks, if not months, to try and be in some, get some recovery. Where do you think the number should be? Yeah, we thought it should have uh, stayed at 30, uh, kind of given the fact that uh, things seem to, to run pretty smoothly. Uh, so you know, we'll see if the 14 days uh, is sufficient. This is going to uh, publish officially uh, tomorrow, and then will take effect 60 days after that. So, uh, going to be in that winter winter season, and uh, I'm sure there's going to be scenarios where we see regional uh, declarations get announced, and and, and hopefully uh, the supplies uh, can can get there when they're needed, uh, when they're needed. Uh, we've also got another aspect to this where if FMCSA decides to, to grant an extension of that 14-day window, uh, it's likely that motor carriers are going to have to submit information um, and reporting paperwork to, to acknowledge uh, that they're operating under the extension. We saw a little bit of this uh, during the, the last portion of the COVID uh, national emergency 
exemptions that covered a, a whole host of, of regulations in different scenarios. And kind of within this, FMCSA said that the data that they gathered through there was uh, not enough to really make uh, informed decisions. So going to maybe try that again in some certain scenarios that merit uh, an extension of, of the initial 14-day window. So, Jay, if I could go into the mind of the FMCSA while making this decision, I would assume that they were thinking about, okay, what about these opportunistic drivers who don't have anything to necessarily do with the emergency order, but they're just taking advantage of the fact that for 30 days, if you're in the area, you can drive without worrying about hours of service or things like that. Is there any data supporting that thought that drivers are taking advantage of this, or is it just simply something, a non-issue that, that was maybe assumed in the rulemaking that doesn't actually happen? Yeah, uh, no, there's, there's no data that uh, FMCSA presents uh, to indicate that. And kind of throughout the final rulemaking, uh, they, they even acknowledge that, you know, they say FMCSA uh, has no detailed quantitative information that suggests that suggests past or existing emergency exemptions have negatively impacted road safety. Uh, it has no information suggesting that exemptions from all safety regulations in parts 390 through 399, uh, you know, have any negative impact. And uh, they, uh, throughout the final rule, there there's references uh, to the lack of data presented, and you know they do make a couple points saying, you know, it's common sense, you know, that if dri drivers are on the road longer, that could create more fatigue. But there's not really any hard data that they uh, allude to here in this final rule. And I think that really uh, echoes kind of what we've been saying, uh, you know, all along when this was first proposed, is, is this a, a solution in search of a problem given uh, you know, the lack of data that FMCSA has. So, um, yeah, it's one that we're probably going to have to now uh, wait and see what happens when it goes into effect in December. And uh, really, fingers crossed that we don't see any any trucks drivers unable to get in, into some of these areas where uh, really urgent uh, disaster relief uh, is needed. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is, uh, this is basically is an effect only for those regional emergencies, not so much the presidential or federal ones, which trigger automatically the 30 days uh, that uh, that someone can come in and, and provide relief effort here as well. Given that, if that's correct, uh, looking at these from regional standpoints, um, how serious is this in terms of obviously 14 days? Hopefully, I think they're looking at that as saying, well, the, the, the emergency must not be that bad if the federal government isn't weighing in. Yeah, and, and, and you're correct on that. This does not apply to presidential or, or federal uh, emergency declarations. But if memory serves me correct, I think that the COVID uh, national de declaration was really the, the only time that we've seen uh, a national emergency declaration. So it is these regional, these, these state emergencies uh, that you know, happen, uh, you know, all frequently, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, the typical ones you see are in, in response to uh, weather emergencies. Um, so those happen, you know, quite frequently. And uh, certainly there are instances where, where they last uh, uh, longer than two weeks. Um, you know, especially it seems like uh, within recent years, we've had more and more 
uh, severe storms there. Um, and you want to give uh, these states and governors all the resources uh, they need to, to address uh, response, uh, cleanup, rescue, uh, and so forth. So, uh, you know, hopeful that, that 14 days uh, is going to, you know, be able uh, to provide that. But, I, you know, there's definitely going to be situations where uh, you're going to need more time. Um, Hopefully, and you know, historically, FMCSA has acted uh, efficiently to extend uh, these regional uh, exemptions when necessary. Um, but now that it's down to 14 days, you do wonder if that's going to create uh, a little bit of confusion, uh, at least in the first few instances. And hopefully, FMCSA starts tracking some data to have some tangible proof yeah. on if this actually works or not. Jay, thank you for joining us this morning. It's great to hear from you guys as always, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you. All right, we'll continue with lots more content coming up on Freight Waves. Now, Thomas Wasson around the bend after the break.